Welcome to Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense, with Dr. Fiona Lovely. Dr. Lovely is an expert on health, treating women and their families from around the world. Her specialities include endocrinology, functional neurology, and functional medicine. Please visit us at drlovely.com. And now, here's the doctor. Hi, everybody. Dr. Fiona Lovely here of Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast, Making Hormones Make Sense. I hope everyone's had a great week. I'm really excited to see that uh, so many of you have resonated with the adrenal message, uh, the self-nourishment and self-care message that uh, I brought to you last week. And as promised, I'm going to continue that conversation today because it continues to be what I think is the biggest trend in women's health right now, which is women are exhausted and mm, traditional medicine has very few answers for that exhaustion. And there's a lot of misunderstanding around the perimenopausal era in particular, although these principles very much stretch from one end of a woman's life to the other. So uh, let me dive in a little more with you. And uh, as always, you can leave uh, detailed messages for me on the Facebook page, Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast page on Facebook. Um, Anyways, okay, so let's dive in. So basically the message last week was do you, are you doing too much and do you need to take, uh, do you get enough rest so that your body can function optimally? You know, we're really trying to target, um, why women are exhausted and, um, having no explanation, good explanation for their fatigue or even good answers as to what, or solutions as to what we can do to make it better. So, um, we do too much. My message really was do less, not more. And I think the natural question you might have is, I'm not even sure that this is me. How do I know if I have adrenal fatigue or adrenal issues? And that's where my tired is coming from. So basically, the questions you want to ask yourself are, do you rest? Do you give yourself silent time every day? Do you have a stressful life? Now, understand that women tell me that they have... Um, not much stress or they feel like their lives aren't very stressful. But the truth is if, if they start telling me what kinds of things they're doing on a daily basis or the kinds of things they're experiencing in their lives, I've come to understand that they've just made stress a habit and that you don't even realize whether your life is stressful or not. So really for me, when I try to figure out for myself and help my patients through this process too, is when someone says, well, how do I know if I'm stressed? So chances are, if you have to ask that question, pretty good chance that you're in that category. If you live in a city, if you have a career, if you've got kids, if you've got all of those things, um, chances are pretty good. Um, But anyways, to go back to how do I know if I'm stressed, I want you to think about some of your favorite memories from when you were a child and think about how simple those memories are. Chances are it was things like skipping rope or playing with your friends or um, sitting out in in the grass looking at the clouds. Um, 
scampering with the dog in the yard, those kinds of things. Chances are, if you look at that, that's a really good tone to set. Think about how those memories make you feel and ask yourself if you're feeling peaceful like that at any point during your day. If the answer is no, then you're stressed. Chances are your adrenals are having a tough time. Um, especially the older we get, the closer we get to perimenopause, um, the more likely this uh, cumulative effect of not having rest is uh, becoming more and more of a problem. So let's talk about sleep uh, habits for a second. Uh, sleep, is it interrupted? Can you, do you have difficulties falling asleep? Do you wake in the night and your mind is racing and you can't get back to sleep? Um, Do you have the kinds of sleep schedule where you stay up late on the weekends uh, to try and sleep in late on the weekends, try to catch up for the work week? Um, Do you have a regular schedule? So if you've answered yes to the, uh, most of those questions, then chances are um, you're dealing with adrenal fatigue. Do you have a chronic disease? Do you have unhealed wounds, traumas from your past, either the physical or the emotional kind? Those things contribute to adrenal stress as well. So other things that can contribute to adrenal fatigue, excessively exercising, um, You know, I think women, we're really tough on ourselves, and oftentimes we feel like we're overweight just because we don't work out six days a week. And I've spoken about this lots in the past in the podcast, but um, we're really hard on ourselves, way too hard than we should be. And it's not a matter of not, not just a matter of not having enough willpower to get yourself off the couch into the gym. So I want you to just be aware that if you're excessively exercising, um, that it can actually Uh, cause you to have adrenal stress, even if you feel like the cardiovascular benefits are there. Are you depressed? Are you anxious? Are you a worrier? All of those things contribute to adrenal fatigue. Do you do shift work or have you done shift workage, which again would be part of that um, irregular sleep schedule. Uh, That will certainly contribute to that as well. So just just to recap, adrenal glands are tiny glands that sit on top of your kidneys, uh, and their job is to produce the juice that allows the functions in your body to manage a traumatic and or stressful situation. So really, their job was meant to be very temporary, as in, you know, you're about to be run over by a bus or um, something traumatic that way physically. But it turns out that because of the nature of our achievement and busyness lifestyles, the spiritual crisis of women that I like to talk about, that is um, a big stressor. And one that we allow to creep in day and night, and we simply don't get any peace from it. So then what happens is the adrenal glands, which need time to pause and replenish, never get that opportunity. And they simply run out of the nutrient storage that's necessary to produce the juice that keeps us alive, uh, keeps us functioning during a stressful period. So um, 
You can also think of adrenal glands. You know, they're a big part of the sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system. Um, sympathetic nervous system is the gas pedal. The, um, oh goodness, I have to run like hell, or the brake pedal, which is I need to now rest and digest. So um, the adrenal axis is a big part of that. So without going too far into that, that's just a little bit of a uh, an intro into how the nervous system is involved here too. So um, if you think that any of these uh, things here are resonating with you, chances are you probably have some troubles with adrenal fatigue. So let's get into some information that is good, becomes good adrenal habits for you. Start to pull that apart for you here. So to-do list here is number one, acknowledge that you do too much, which we started that last week. You're going to hear that from me again. Um, it's a really important thing to just recognize because we very much have a culture that says more, 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 more is more, more is better. And to be honest, I'm I just think busyness makes you boring. <laughs> I know it makes me boring, so <laughs> I'm trying to uh, work at creating healthier habits for myself away from the achievement scale. So number two, make space, clearing, opening as much of a priority as you've made your busyness or achievement of, of filling your time. So start to create that those gaps where there isn't anything to do and you can let your mind wander um, or you can have those silent spaces where the magic comes up. Number three, know that you are worthy of self-mothering. Most of us spend a good portion of our time mothering others. It's our biological lot in life, whether it's actually the children that you birthed or a friend or your aging parents. For me, I mother the people who I see in my office. That's where I get that expression in my life. And quite often they mother me right back. So <laughs> it's, a, I, I think, a, a mutually beneficial relationship. But why is it that we can't turn that on ourselves so easily? We see that other people need kindness, but we don't take the time to be kind for ourselves. So please do that. Know that you are worthy of self-mothering. Number four, go to bed whenever you're tired. So chances are that's going to be 9, 9.30, 10 o'clock. Try to make it a regular time for bed every night. Doesn't matter what night of the week it is. I mean, sure, we all get a chance to go out uh, on the town on a Saturday night. Um, for me, far less than <laughs> when I was younger. Um, but uh, maybe it's because I value my early bedtime too much. And then try to get up at the same time every morning. Making that schedule really makes a difference in terms of how your adrenal glands can replenish themselves. Basically gain yourself a sleep rhythm. So let's talk about a couple of supplements that can be helpful for adrenals. So adrenal fatigue um, means that the nutrient storages of the adrenal glands are, are low. And uh, just to remind you, when you do have adrenal fatigue in perimenopause, your body has the opportunity to use what nutrient stores there are left for stress 
it has the option of going to the stress pathway or the progesterone pathway. The progesterone pathway will make for balance for you in perimenopause, but so often we can't allow uh, that to happen because we have so much stress in our lives and the and the body has to choose one or the other. And of course, stress means survival to the body evolutionarily. So um, it's going to pick that one. It's going to prioritize that one. And I think that one that bit of information is literally critical. I speak about that so much and I know that I need that reminder and so do you. So that's why I'm going to give it to you again here today. So because of that, here's how you can start to sort of rebuild those nutrient stores of the adrenal glands. Uh, omega, uh, Omega fats daily, Okay, uh, probiotics and vitamin D. So probiotics are the bugs that live in our gut that make up, oh boy, a lot of function, a lot of uh, immune function. It turns out there's an enormous amount of information that travels back and forth between the gut and the brain and the balance of the good bugs in your gut versus the not-so-good bugs in your gut, um, which tend to creep in when we have crummy lifestyles or too much stress or not enough sleep or uh, or we've taken antibiotics um, for anything and haven't replenished it. Um Tons of information goes to the brain from the gut, and you've got to just make sure your bugs in your gut are the good guys. So that's why you do a probiotic. You want to take a probiotic daily. Uh, We used to think that we could do it a couple times a year. That's what I would advise my patients to do years ago. However, it turns out that those bacteria do not colonize our gut, and that means they're constantly moving in and out. So giving your body the good stuff every day is, is a really important thing for so many reasons. Oh, there's a gigantic podcast to be done about that uh, someday. (laughs) Anyways, vitamin D, 5,000 IUs a day. Please keep in mind that with any of these supplements, you want to talk to your natural health provider or your functional medicine provider before you take any of these things, okay? Um, vitamin Vitamin B, quite often adrenal glands are depleted in B vitamins, B6 in particular, which is the one uh, that also is depleted in women if you've taken the birth control pill. So uh, B complex is just a good idea to uh, take daily. Vitamin C uh, is an important to take daily and it's super important for adrenal and thyroid function and magnesium as well. So uh, taking that one daily can really uh, help bolster adrenal function. So let's talk about some dietary considerations for number six. Definitely protein. Both thyroid and adrenal glands need protein twice a day. So I know what happens is as we age, we crave protein less. But actually, you have to you have to keep consuming it. Now, that doesn't mean it just has to be meat products. It can be uh, eggs. It can be nuts and seeds. Can be proteinaceous. Although you definitely want, there is really good argument for animal protein. And all ethical stuff aside, I'm just talking about physiology here uh, because I'm an animal lover too. Um, there is definitely an argument for it. So I will tell you that when you have a sustainably sourced uh, protein, it makes you feel a lot better about what you're consuming. I'll leave that uh, for you to um, interpret as you need to for yourself. So make sure you're taking healthy fats daily, and that means, of course, adding coconut oil to all kinds of goodies. Um, I put it in my smoothie. Uh, We make popcorn with it. 
gosh, you can stir fry with. There's all kinds of things you can do with it. Uh, make sure I like an avocado a day too. Um, nuts and seeds give you that those healthy fats, but not only is it great for your brain, but turns out your adrenal glands need it too. So decrease your simple carbs. That's your bread, pasta, and sweets. Um, that'll go a long way to really helping with the fatigue that can happen with adrenal glands. And finally, begin awareness of your value to the world, to other people, and to yourself. Because you do matter. We all matter. And we matter enough that it's important for us to do good self-care. You matter enough to mother yourself, to love yourself enough, to rest. I think that's a pretty good message. I love you all. I'm so grateful that you listen to this podcast every uh, week. I'm trying to get it out every week to you. I'm always grateful to hear what you have to say about the message. Dr. Lovely at drlovely.expert is my email address. You can email me directly. Send a message on the Facebook page. And until next time, be well. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your health care provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your healthcare provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.